0: Hello and welcome to Cooking
1: Your Way Through Life. This is a special bonus episode for season two, which is what did you learn during the pandemic? And it has every single co-host I've had on this season.
0: (laughs) Cooking Your Way Through Life is a podcast combining knowledge of the kitchen and applying it to real life situations. This podcast is all about understanding techniques to make things you already know even better. Topics from traveling on a budget, setting and achieving short and long-term goals, and of course, cooking.
1: So this special bonus episode is all about what did you learn during the pandemic? Maybe it was an aha moment. Maybe it was something you just learned about yourself. Maybe you got a new hobby. But I just wanted to ask every single co-host, how do they feel? We don't cook anything today, but if you would like to, make your favorite dish while you're listening. So please sit back and enjoy.
2: Please welcome
0: Chef Hollywood.
1: So guys, I've been talking to everybody about 2020 and living through a pandemic. You're actually in the UK, and this is why I wanted to ask this question because this was a global pandemic. This this did not just happen in one place. So everybody in the world lived through this pandemic in 2020. And if you think back on it over the last year, what would be your biggest lesson that you think that you learned?
3: Hmm. You know, like I think that I've learned to kind of realize that I don't have it that bad, if that makes sense, you know? Mm. Like, kind of realized, you know, of course it's a global pandemic, so there's so many people that, you know, are really, really struggling a lot, you know? And at the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, this is so unfair, like, na-na-na, nah, nah. And then I was kind of like, wake up, because I have it very easy compared to a lot of other people right now.
1: So yeah, appreciation it's, it's appreciate just appreciate,
3: you know, what you already yeah. have because you might not have it the next mm-hmm. day.
1: Very true, very true. Might Abby. probably be
2: similar, like don't <laughs> take stuff for granted, like going to the pub and seeing your friends. Like I never used to think anything of that, but now that we're not allowed to do it, that seems like such a big thing. And I don't feel like I ever used to fully appreciate that or been able to just go on holiday for a weekend, like little things like that. Like I feel like I'm going to appreciate Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff so much more now after this year of not being able to do anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
3: it's just the little things as well, you know, like the smallest little things that you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, literally. Like even just going to the shop, buy an ice cream. Like it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, little things we never thought about during the day yeah, that we just yeah. did, and now that you can't yeah. do it, it's like Literally.
3: Oh. especially or like All I um, I've also not seen like a lot of my family members for a long time because of it as well. So it's hard.
1: Yeah, I definitely I agree with that appreciation a lot. I um we talk about working on the ship a lot, and you know I reminisce with my friends, um you guys, other people, and. One of the things that really made me think about it too was like, for those of you who never worked on cruise ships, there's a lot of times where we just, we're tired, you know, like we don't want to get off the ship that day, but you might be somewhere that's amazing and you're just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just, it's just mm. Sydney. <laughs> and the fact that like we we're in a global pandemic and I couldn't travel anywhere, it just made me really realize like, man, like not that I didn't appreciate it when I was there, but you know, like going forward, I will, always appreciate traveling and yes. getting to be somewhere different and you know yeah. seeing different cultures yeah, and so. making
2: the most of like every opportunity like if you're in that
4: port, yeah. you go and yeah. see even if you yeah. just go
2: out and like get a drink like just to go and see it rather mm-hmm. than being like oh i've been here four times i don't need to get off
1: <laughs> exactly uh, all right guys thank you thank so much
3: you. thank you
1: So we've been in a pandemic for the last year, and I mean, we're still in a pandemic, even though some people don't believe we are. Shout out to (laughs) Florida. But living through 2020, if you had to say you learned one lesson, what's the biggest lesson that you learned?
5: To go harder, have faith in my skills, and know that my gift is going to make room. Um, Continue to position myself in a position to win. And when everyone is taking time off, that's when I need to go all in.
1: Mm, that's that's a good advice right there. I I actually I agree with you because I um I kind of did the same thing. Like I I had a moment in 2020 where I had to completely stop as a personal chef, and I turned to podcasting. I turned to other things, and it helped me go harder, even though I wasn't even at the moment thinking you know about that. it. So yep. yeah, all right. So appreciate that. All right. So I've been talking to everybody over the past um, over the past year and just getting information. As far as the last year, everybody had a roller coaster. You know, there were ups, there were downs. 2020 was a big year for the world because it was kind of like one of the first few times that we all kind of went through almost the same thing at the same time. So going through a pandemic and living in one, what would you say was the biggest lesson that you took away from it?
4: I think that going through the pandemic, um, the biggest lesson that I've learned over the past year is that stillness is okay and that you don't always have to be going and going and going, Um, especially for someone that used to be in, in and out of people's houses all the time, cooking for a lot of different clients. Like that completely disappeared for me along with all my income, which was really devastating. And um, I had to kind of reinvent myself as who I am as a chef and who I am professionally in a way. And it ended up being really great because I created Chef Lean's Virtual Kitchen. I get to connect with a lot more clients and customers in a way that is a lot more fulfilling than just regular cooking for people. Not to say I'm not going to go back to that, but (laughs) um, (laughs) it's just been a very, very humbling experience almost. Like you think you control everything and then you realize you really, really don't. Um, yeah, the other smaller lesson I would say is just connecting with people. Um, we all like all my friends and everyone that I knew, like I connected a lot on a lot more deeper level than I ever have in the past. Like all my co- cross country friends, even with, um, Chris, my fiance now husband, um, we really just honed in on the things that mattered, um, spending a lot more time with each other and connecting with each other, which is actually really nice because as the world begins to open up you know, you kind of get back to your old, old selves. It's like, okay, I'm going here, I'm yeah. going here. And you like, just don't have those like smaller moments that really do mean a lot. All
1: right, guys. So with 2020 having a big, big impression on all of our lives, you know, we lived through a pandemic. We're still going through a pandemic, but the year 2020 was and is probably the hardest year for a lot of people, but some people have thrived. And I just want to know for you guys, what was the biggest lesson that you learned in 2020?
6: Okay. Well, I th- you guys, I'm answering this to everyone else, but you guys already know cuz I've talked to I've talked to both of you in different instances, but I feel like um it's it's a concept that I've always had in my mind, but you know, when we are so consumed to doing the things that we love and visiting with the people we we want to visit and working and, you know, going from A to B, traveling, um, you always put, you know, the things that you always want to do in second plan. So you end up like postponing, 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 and it never happens. Um, I, um, have always like, I'm sure, I mean, the majority of people in the world have their own, you know, belief and whatever it may be, your religion, whatever it may be. I'm not trying to get too much into that, but, Um, the, the thing for me is that the obvious thing is that we seem to always take care of our, you know, our bodies, be it, you know, working out, trying to eat clean and trying to, you know, cultivate, um, healthy habits, like sleeping habits and, you know, taking care of your injuries. Uh, we do the same thing, um, with our Personal lives with our relationships, you know, we cultivate friendships and and with our families, and we treat people res- with respect. We develop, you know, ways to communicate so we better our relationship with the people around us. And then there's a part of our lives that we, even though you might have a religion or something that you believe in, it's just that in the back of your mind, you don't live it, you don't express it, you don't always like exercise that part of your uh, life, which is like taking care of your soul, your spirit, you know what I mean, connecting with something that grounds you and that you know inspires you to be better and and puts fills your life with purpose. and um, that was, you know, the default is that when we are down, we run to those sources of you know what you believe in. And um, that has opened up my eyes for so so much more that I could see before all of this simply because I was able to, you know, pay more attention to it since I didn't have the job that I always had, you know what I mean? I didn't have the people that I always had around me to interact with. So this quiet, this extreme quiet time um, of, like, being on my own and not being able to go to a lot of places, not being able to work for a couple months uh, put me in in a specific in a, like in a perfect place to actually let that connection finally happen in a way that it didn't before. So I guess I'm just celebrating the fact that everything, while everything else was still, I was able to channel that part of my life, um, and, and then get the results that I have been expecting for a long time, which is take care of my spirit. You know what I mean? We take care of our bodies. We take care of our friends and our families. We need to take care of our spirit, too, because it's also part of who we are, you know. So, yeah.
7: Um, Mine's very similar to Freddie as well. Um, I feel like I'm the type of person that I always check on everyone else. And if everyone else is okay, then I feel better. And I think this year, because I haven't had that chance to be around, like, close friends and family as much, that... It's had a lot of time for me to be like, I need to take care of myself, and dig deeper and be like, okay, like, yeah, you're not always on the go, and now you're still. I you need to figure out like your own problems and saying no, and you know when people say, can you do this? Can you do this? I'm always like, yeah, 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 whatever you need, whatever you need, and being that person yeah. like no, because I don't want to do that. Instead of being like yes, because you need me to do that. So I think just figuring out what I need personally. And working on myself has been really nice. I mean, through all of the darkness in this year, just being able to be like, what do I need and what do I want in my life? Rather than, you know, well, is this person okay? And this person okay? And I think also through this year, it's you realize like who is there for you in like the really, really bad times and the times where you're like, What do I do? Like, I know I've talked to both of you and you're like, Yeah, I'm just kind of here. And like, it out <laughs>
0: checking
7: on those people, and then those people checking on you, like those are the yeah. people that you keep in your life, and you're like, Okay, they're like my rider dies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I definitely I agree with both you guys on that. Like it it's definitely giving me perspective about a lot of things, and you definitely stop taking stuff for granted and yeah, just <laughs> Getting more in touch with yourself.
7: This <laughs> can be like terrifying.
1: <laughs> it can be. I, I tell people that about working on ships. I think that that's one of the most scariest things is that you you can't have a facade when you work on a ship because you can't keep it up for four months no, at a time. So, so you you Especially have to face who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the difference this year and that is at least I had you guys like constantly there. So like. Dealing with yourself when you have amazing people versus dealing with yourself when you're by yourself is different. So yeah,
7: for sure.
6: Um, I don't know if you guys heard that. Like you know, you know how when some when somebody says something insightful, it like becomes something that everybody repeats. You know what I mean? Like having mm. a newfound appreciation that I said a million times, but it is true. But um, somebody was talking about how a lot of people felt really uncomfortable and and went crazy during this pandemic times because they were alone right and then when you're alone you're not really alone you're with yourself and and a lot of people found that they are not good companies to themselves you know what i mean like when you live inside of your head the things that you say to yourself can be very detrimental to your growth and can be like flat out ugly and rude you know what i mean like some sometimes people would be like would you like call people the things you call yourself would you think of people the things that you think about yourself And that's, uh, one of the big things that struck me that we can be really, it's not just that we are hard on ourselves. We can be really rude to ourselves and we have, we, Mm -hmm. we are not good companies to ourselves. That's why we went crazy. And a lot of people were like, Oh no, I'm cool because they, even though it wasn't a a good time or like, you know, an easy piece of cake to go through all the things that we went through, you know, because it was more than just hanging out with yourself. We experienced a lot of turmoil. But yeah. when you ultimately have, you know, cleaned your, the space you live in, you know what I mean? Like you are able to, to, to have more intelligent, emotionally intelligent reactions to the, you know, the, the turmoil that's going out going on outside. So yeah. that we may all just find ourselves to be good companies this year you know what i mean to ourselves just like you know work on what we have to work on if there's anything that was good going through all of this is that was a big mirror on the things that we need to improve within ourselves because then it's going to reflect in the whole world you know what i mean if everybody does their own homework we will will see that every time we go to this go out on the street if you go to the bakery if you go you know
1: Whenever you go. Very well put, Freddie. All right, bro. So 2020, I've talked about this with everybody. And, you know, it's been a roller coaster. I keep saying that word roller coaster. And I say it because there's ups and downs. You know, the whole world felt this, but there were good things. There were bad things. And I think that overall, everyone came out a little different. So if you had to tell someone the biggest lesson you learned in 2020, what
0: was it it would be a depth. i mean everyone had to change the way they did everything like for me catering large weddings my last party in 2020 or the beginning of it march 13th friday the 13th actually good luck um was a rehearsal dinner in florida and i caught winds that things are shutting down like the teach, we had a teacher working for us and She's like, oh, well, they just closed the schools down. So, dang. Well, Mm -hmm. on that four-hour drive back, I was already planning, like, what am I going to do next? So, I came up with the idea of ready-made meals, which kind of took out of your book, because that's how you're doing stuff, the meal prep. I said, well, I can do that, and we'll market it towards all the parents that their kids are home from school. They need to feed them something. I mean, I made it a reasonable pricing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, adapt or die. That's what I learned this past year,
1: and be thankful. I like that. I and be thankful. That is, yeah. I mean, that's that's very true. Like both of us are in the culinary field. Like you are, you're a full caterer, so you have a whole building. And like you said, you had to just down because of COVID. And I was the opposite, where I do small like events, but my whole thing is I come to you, and I couldn't go into people's homes, so. I, so that was, I agree with you, me. adapting.
0: Um, we could. We just sold the food out of our building. I mean, people came and picked it up. Yeah. Place to order early in the week. And that was another thing, which could tie into your culinary school thing is, I mean, we took psychology class. I mean, we understand how marketing works as well. We only served it once a week. So on that Wednesday, people were ordering from the Canterbury Kitchen because they knew they were going to get a good meal that day and buy extra for the week. So made it more of a luxury thing i
1: think yeah yeah and you know i mean you speak to the part of what is it you got to have supply and demand so you make the demand and the supply is only on wednesday so they got to come get it on wednesday they don't get anything so nice nice thanks bro
0: you're welcome
1: so OG 2020 was a a ride, a roller coaster for many people, you know. Many people it. had ups and downs. Talk and I mean we lived through a whole pandemic. Like that's a whole thing. Like we're still in it now, but we lived through a whole year where we basically was in this pandemic. So if you had to say you learned a big lesson, what was the biggest lesson you learned in 2020?
8: I would honestly say that my biggest lesson in 2020 is that I know nothing. (laughs) And, and not only that, I actually just had this conversation with, uh, with chef Cassandra. Uh, I was like, 2020 taught me that to never get comfortable, bro. Like, like because, because, you know, when, when we was doing the, you know, the, the, the ship stuff and you know that like you, you pretty much knew what you could do. Like I would already have my year planned out. Like, okay, I'm gonna do a contract here. I'm gonna come home for three months, be here, do this, boom, boom, jump back out. Oh, I got called to go sub for a month. I'm gonna go knock that out. When I get back, I might go on vacation. You know, like I had all of these ideas of what I was gonna do. And then literally the world stopped spinning. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, now we gotta, you know, reinvent, you know, what we got going on. And really, I wouldn't say reinvent, I would just say, like just, I had to like bulk up in a different area of life. And, and I, I'm grateful for it because like I said, I really loved, you know, being on the ship and, you know, um, I love being on the ship and I enjoyed, you know, traveling the world and stuff. But it's like, when that was taken away, I had to look at, I had to look at myself like, okay, how are we going to make money, bro? Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: like,
8: now I was like, now, and, and I I'm glad that i like at first I was very optimistic. I'm thinking like, yeah, we'll be back in a couple months. It'll be fine. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, it's a year later, but <laughs> luckily at, at some point I was like, okay, what are some other avenues that I'm capable of doing? How can I tap in and still be, make an impact on, on my life and other people's as well? Yeah. But yeah, like I said, the, um, the biggest thing was just like seeing how I could take, you know, other things that I was doing, especially since, you know, doing shows and live entertainment got canceled. It was like, okay, well, what are other things that I do? Or I had to ask myself, like, what what is it that I actually want to do? You know, and at the end of the day, I still want to, you know, be a touring musician when the time comes. Uh, you know, but I was like, okay, this gives me a chance to tap into, you know, my production side of things more, especially the fact that I felt like I was like already getting ready to make somewhat of a shift because i started working on my album on the ship you know Mm -hmm. so i I, so i came home and i ended up doing my whole album you know so i went from a space of working on my album to then getting in these sessions and work with other people and now it's like i'm placing records with, with major artists so it's like okay well this is something i've always done anyway i've always said i wanted to be a producer and i wanted to you know be on the road so it's like i just realized okay Instead of worried about trying to do them both at the same time, which I normally do, now I got a chance to to optimize record producing. And it's like that's what I spent most of my 2020 doing. And it's like, man, the the fruits of that labor, and really it was coming out of 2019 too. The fruits of that, they're amazing right now. And it's only getting better. So
1: only up from here.
8: Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Sure. So I think like I said, the biggest the biggest two I would say is that I don't know nothing and don't get comfortable.
1: I like I like both of those. Um yeah. I definitely identify with that. I I definitely I had to get uncomfortable 2020 because my whole my whole business went to a halt. I mean my business is based on going to your home and cook. I wasn't going to nobody's house. Oh yeah, no, I'm not
8: pulling up. So don't like you know. So I I but no, I'm gonna pull pull up on you because you got the food. Uh, (laughs) You know, I I I, I wasn't trying to pull up on them. Yeah, that's what I said. I I wear my mask, but I want some chicken.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you just it it definitely it made me move different, and it just made me readjust. So yeah, I agree, bro. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, Paul, you know, this has been a trying year for a lot of people. Um, Honestly speaking, like 2020 was not even bad for some people. Like it was it was an up and down year. And, you know, like overall, I think we suffered as a as a as a human race. But if you had to say you learned one lesson from 2020 and living through a full pandemic, what was the biggest lesson that you learned?
9: So the first thing that comes to mind is about um i thought a lot about how fragile the entertainment industry is um i mean the world shut down and we were all just done no no shows no nothing um so it kind of taught me the importance of having a backup plan uh you know i've been really confident in the past you know i've never really had a backup plan Um, I was booking work, you know, I've been studying, so it's been really good. And then I didn't anticipate something like this happening. So, you know, the, the performing and live entertainment industry is not necessarily essential. Yeah. And that's something that I had to come to terms with. And uh, so I haven't actually established a side hustle or anything yet, but (laughs) the the wheels are turning.
1: Yeah. Which is weird, too, because, I mean, yeah, you're not classified as essential, but if you think about it, I feel like if we didn't have streaming services, if we didn't have music, if we didn't have, like, all these other things to see and experience during this pandemic, we would be, like, devastated. So it's like it's you guys are essential it's just it didn't translate to keeping you going in a certain way which is weird you know
9: exactly unless you had the platform to do that already you know before yeah. and i uh, if you were already an established actor doing film or i don't you know uh, a recording artist um yeah but yeah.
1: even a lot of them like you know they recording artists usually make their money on touring on so live you know, entertainment yep not they couldn't do it man yeah. all right then well, I'm glad to see that the lesson um was learned. Yes, sir. All right. So, 2020 has been a trying year. I like to call it a roller coaster year because there have been lots of ups and downs. Um some people did have ups, you know, I'm not discounting what they did and a lot of people had downs. We lived through a whole pandemic. And I just want to know in this pandemic time and in this time of everything that happened, what is the biggest lesson that you feel like you learned during 2020?
5: The biggest lesson I've learned during 2020 and all of this madness and all of this craziness and all of this chaos is to slow down and take my time. Like, I think a lot of people feel like because it's a pandemic and because a lot of people are home, this was prime time to start your business, make money now. Like you got to do it now, 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 now. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, for me, it was the complete opposite. Like I scaled back from a lot of things because I felt like it was a time to like take a step back and like Just just look at a lot of the things around you, a lot of the stuff around you, whether it's stuff you were spending money on or whatever. Like it was for me, biggest lesson, bottom line, slow down.
10: Well, the biggest lesson for me was to not put all my eggs into one basket. Um, I, you know, just graduated from Medi- new medicine school nuclear medicine school and it was rough trying to find a job and then the one job that was offered to me is like I went head into it but I have to learn how to keep so many options open and not to just rely on one singular thing as Shonda was saying it's like scaling back a little bit too and not overwhelming myself like during this, we got to actually sit down and reconnect with people we haven't connected with before. And it made me really appreciate my family yeah. and my friends. And you don't get to see them as often and not being able to travel to go see them. It really took, it really took a toll on my mental. Cause I'm like, I want to see my parents, you know, it's, it's, it was scary just all this COVID stuff, and then I was worried about my brother, and it was a lot. But it really, truly made me appreciate my family. And death is real. A lot of people died; they ain't never died before, as homeboy <laughs> said. <laughs> yes, and
2: yes, yes, yes.
10: I had to make light of the situation, but right. you know, it's a lot of people no, yeah, that it's, lost yeah. family members, and. And we have to learn how to take better care of ourselves, because if you don't take care of yourself and that means physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, all the steps to your whole self, you have to learn how to take care of yourself. So 2020 showed me to sit back, take care of myself, really and truly appreciate life and that I'm here and to be grateful for the things that I do have.
1: Amazing. Amazing. I um I agree with both of those sentiments and I like it. I like it a lot. I definitely I definitely started off my 2020 in the middle of pandemic doing the opposite of what you said, Shonda. And then I realized um that I had to slow down. Like I I was forced to. Like it was it was forced upon me, but then I embraced it and it did save me.
5: And I think that's the case for a lot of people. I mean, we started our podcast in the middle of the pandemic. Literally, we started in March, mm-hmm. and it—that's when everything was started, starting to shut down. So I, I completely get it. Like it was something to keep our minds off of what was going on around us. And I think Mm. that that's another thing that a lot of people should be taking advantage of right now, introspection, taking the time to look within yourself, your friends, your family members, the toxic traits you have, the toxic behaviors you carry, the things that you have inherited from your parents and generations before you and all of that and how you can break those cycles. Like, Having the the time, the space, the opportunity to like really evaluate your life is just important. And I feel like with the pandemic, the world, the universe was trying to tell everybody, because you won't do it, I'm going to sit you down and make you do it. Mm-hmm. now, Because your job closed, your, your child's school closed. Now you need to deal with your child and their behaviors. Now you mm-hmm. need to deal with yourself and your behaviors. Now you need to like get get, get your affairs in order, as the old people yes. say. It, yeah. it, it
10: opened up a lot of it opened up a lot of things that were hidden. And mm-hmm. it allowed a lot of people to see the difficulties and atrocities that black people face on a daily basis as well, eyes were open to what we face and what we deal with. And it was nothing but a choice for it to be right there in your face and for us to start actually calling people out on the things that they do. And we have to look back on that and got to keep the momentum going. We can't fall back because now things are opening back up and how it is. And as you can see, things opening back up and white men are on the rampage again they got their guns and they out here committing crimes and mass killings and doing all of this stuff because now they get to be out in their true form. And a lot of people can't seem to grasp Mm -hmm. that concept. Like we've been dealing with this for a long time. And during the pandemic, it settled down because we were forced to be at home. And now that we're back out, we seeing the amount of crime is back rising again, mm-hmm. and it's domestic terrorism. It's white men, do- white men, white men. And I really, truly count 2020 as a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. we always in a panic like, I can't be without work. I can't just sit at home. I can't do any of this. Now I want to sit at home. It forced, I you, to <laughs> it, it
5: forced you to stop having the excuse of you can't.
10: Yeah, it yes, really did it, because it we can, and we can. There's a lot of things now that these jobs that I won't settle for anymore. Like, no, we can do that. That can happen. That is possible because I've seen it happen before. So it's now it's holding. That
1: could have been a phone holding call. Holding ourselves no, really and holding no.
10: other people accountable. Yes, that could have been a phone call. I did not need to step my behind up in here for this. You just, right. You could. Right. You could have just sent the email, a text message, a pigeon, if you want to. Like, no, okay, because they (laughs) weren't doing that either. They, yeah. Sorry, I don't understand. understand. (laughs) (laughs) So it it really forced us to. (laughs) It really forced us to sit back, evaluate a lot, and just reflect on things. So, I think it was a good thing. I miss
1: quarantine actually. And that's something that a lot of people um are are I've seen I've seen that even in TV shows, like they're they're exploring that idea. And I, I like the conversation that's going and having because yeah, it's like quarantine. Honestly, there's aspects of it that I definitely miss. And it's weird. It's, it felt weird saying it to I heard somebody else say it, and I was like, dang, I'm not I'm not alone. Like <laughs> No, I miss it.
10: I miss I miss sitting being on Instagram with these live DJs and just chilling, okay. relaxing. Honey, got your glass of cognac or whatever you prefer to drink lemonade, water and you just chilling, you just relaxing or picking up a book and actually sitting there and reading the book and not saying not being so tired yeah. and overworked and just actually get to enjoy the hobbies and reaping the benefits of your hard work. It was it was wonderful. I miss quarantine. I really do.
1: Maybe it'll force us as America to start taking the time out like other countries like Europe who do so many holidays so we can actually enjoy life as we're living life.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they need to they need to move on to a a four day work week, three day weekend. Yes, Mm. Mm -hmm. Monday needs to be considered part of the weekend, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It but hey, who am I? You know, just
0: a, just a little <laughs> of girl
10: out here trying to make it. You know, right? <laughs> well, what they do What they do in France, where the whole summer everything is closed, but a few like a grocery store or something. But the whole
0: city, yeah, like little Italy,
10: places. Uh, and... is out in the yeah, they be out. Nobody's working the whole summer.
5: I like that idea.
10: I do, too. Mm. I do, too.
5: Because we are in Florida
10: and honey.
1: Y'all, well, y'all didn't shut down, but that's not of
5: them. <laughs> the summer will take uh, you out. <laughs> oh,
10: will yeah. make you out on your own if you want to. Summertime. <laughs> okay. And Florida never shut down. You're right about that. the
1: dog just that <laughs> What? Uh, Well, (laughs) I just heard a loud noise. Ain't nobody here with me, the dog. So, I mean, I'm good.
5: (laughs) I'm good. So, it must be the dog.
8: (laughs) (laughs) No, it ain't (laughs) me.
0: I
1: love it. Oh, man. Thank you guys once again. And we'll catch you guys on another episode. All right, bro. So we've been talking about the pandemic this year. Of course, everybody's been affected. You're on the other side of the world, but this is a worldwide pandemic and everybody in 2020 kind of went through the same thing, just in different variations. So if you had to say that you learned a big lesson in the year 2020,
2: what would it be? Um, in the It's definitely that uh, you're capable and you can survive so much more than you think you can. I feel like that is one thing that we all have collectively come to like learn and understand is that no matter how, no matter how much we thought we could only deal with X amount, like we can deal with so much more than what we thought we could, whether that's like relationship, whether that's money, whether that's anything like we went through one of the toughest years that our generation has faced. Um, Mm -hmm. and we, we all came, well, not all of us, but hopefully most of us came out of it um, on the other side. Um, and just the fact that we made it through um, should show you that you can you can make it through anything, and that you can push and strive um, uh, for 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 so much more. If you were comfortable in twenty nineteen, and if you uh, if you were just going through the motions in 29, 2019, look back at twenty twenty. And remember how hard that was. And that should be more than enough inspiration than you ever needed to like to to push on. Facts. Big facts.
1: Yeah. All right, bro. Like that. Like that. <laughs> All right, TJ. So 2020, so I've been telling everybody, has been a roller coaster year. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, mm-hmm. you know, and good and bad for everybody, but You know, after just self-evaluation and looking at yourself, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned over the past year during a pandemic?
11: The biggest lesson I think I learned during the pandemic was it's okay to slow down and it's okay to be patient Mm. Um, because we all had to. We were all given that time when it was like, oh, I'm so busy I can't do fill in the blank or yeah. I'm just so tired because I've done all of these things. We were, I was getting in the habit of making myself busy because I thought that's what I had to do. Cause I was working, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a lot of us got into that, Oh, I can't, I'm just too busy because you're working, but are you busy? Were you being, were you busy or were you just saying you're busy because you were working and that's what you thought you had to do? But it's okay to not be busy. It's okay to, for me just to say, oh, okay, well, I don't know what it's going to be next week. I don't know what it's going to be next month. I had to make myself comfortable with that idea. And so that's something that I learned through this whole pandemic. Yeah, Hmm. I think, I think, and then the patience. you know, one week the CDC or something is saying, oh, we'll start, something's going to start in July of 2020. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, then that gets pushed back into fall of 2020. And then it's like, maybe Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then all the things happen and you're like, okay, well, this lesson in patience is there for a reason. This lesson in pausing is there for all of us for a reason, we all asked for it. Everybody everybody said, gosh, I wish I had a week where I didn't do anything. Or I wish I had two weeks off. Or that week wasn't enough time. I need more time. Or I need a vacation for my vacation. Yep. Well, the universe said, but blam. Now you have a whole year, sucker. What are you going to do now? <laughs> it equalized everything. And it's like, what are you going to do now? Okay. Well, now I have that break. I've taken the break. How am I going to? How am I going to make that make something new? What, what am I going to try now is the time to have that renaissance. What are you going to do? That's new. Have you, were you writing new music? Were you doing art? Were you making bread? Have you become this, like this fancy film editor? Are you on YouTube? You know, it was like, what new thing are you going to possess that 2020 gave you the option to do? Mm. Did you just drink it away and kind of, lay there and run Netflix out of business or, you know, there was a time when that happened, you know, I, you know, kept wineries in business and made sure that every new thing that ever glanced through the, the feed of Netflix or Hulu was seen. But mm-hmm. I had to tell myself, what, what are you going to do? What new thing are you going to try? You know? So I think that's, that's a a lot of lessons that 2020 In the pandemic, this taught me.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Was that even my question? It was no. (laughs) It was. It was. It was the biggest lesson that you learned. So no, it was great. (laughs) All right, Paul. So 2020, we all lived through it. Well, well. mm. (laughs) Mm. Where's where's Donald Trump? (laughs) People died they never died before. Yep. That's gonna be that's gonna be his words. Like you know how George Washington, like everybody, like presidents had their their quotes. Yep. That's gonna be his quote. People died; and never died before. Yeah. Oh god. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, Paul. Twenty twenty was a um a global pandemic. Yep. Everybody in the world was affected. Yep. You know, there were highs, there were lows. As far as taking the time to learn something about yourself mm-hmm. during that year. What's your biggest lesson that you learned in 2020?
12: Um self-care and that applies to several different fields. Um first, nutrition, um and kind of just overall fitness for my health, you know. You look at those who are really affected by COVID and you can see you can see some trends. Right. And you can also see the people who, you know, who get it. Yeah, they get hit. They got a couple of weeks, but then they're back on their feet. And generally, those are the people who take better care of themselves. And so for me, it was all about, okay, what can I cut out of my diet? What can I what do I need to add to my diet? You know, what do I need to do to keep myself healthy? Because like you said, in a pandemic, I was sitting in a chair in front of a screen for eight hours a day. When I wasn't in front of that screen, I was on the couch in front of another screen. And so mm. you know I I would have liked to have been more active sure during the year but I'm also cutting myself a little break because it was a pandemic so you know Yeah. But you know it's it's really just about a a commitment to myself. Right? Like I want to and it, you know it was it was easy on ships. It was so easy on ships because you've got a gym <sighs> <So> that's <easy. laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. It was easy for me on ships because I had the gym.
1: No, no, it was so easy. I'm so serious. okay. Like I, 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 everything you're about to say, I wholeheartedly know, and I I agree with you because you got, like I
12: said, you have you have a gym that is literally a two minute walk from where you live. You have a buffet that is also a two minute walk from where you live. Like, and not only that, but it's a buffet that has actually leafy greens, vegetables, protein, yes. like healthy carbs. Yep. And it's all just so readily available that, like, when I got off the ships, man, I was spiraling for a few months before I was like, wait, I got to take control of this. I need to get this back, like, to doing what I know I need to be doing. Like, (laughs) it's so funny. I was thinking, like, I need to take care of myself the way I take care of these cats. Like, I will, like, these cats (laughs) are fed, right? They are, you know, exercising. I make sure I need to do that same thing for me
1: isn't it funny though because like I I had a I definitely I started off the pandemic good and then I don't know I just had like a a point where I was not doing good mentally yeah. and everything else followed like the way I was eating was gotten really bad and like now I'm like coming off of it but when it comes to pets, I make sure that I buy the most organic dog food for my brother's dogs, not even my dog. And then I'll go and eat something bad. And I was just like, "But you really just took your (laughs) organic dog food." I know what you mean. I agree with you, though, man. Self care is very
0: important.
12: And and it's for like for like many things. Like I mean, like you know, not even just you know pandemic, but like shit. I sleep better now. Like I wake up, I'm not grumpy. Like it's the benefits just multiply. It's yeah.
1: I yeah. And that's the thing. But yeah. all right. Thank you. So Grant, um, I've been, I sound like a broken record because I've been saying this all season long that 2020 was kind of like a roller coaster. People had highs, people had lows, not everybody had the same experience, but the one thing that we experienced as a world is that we all went through a pandemic at the same time. And I think that everybody, you know, changed a little bit, but sometimes you learn lessons and sometimes you don't, but if you did learn a lesson in 2020, what would be the biggest one that you learned?
13: The biggest lesson I got from 2020 was knowing myself, being secure within myself and really loving myself because I had no other choice but to be by myself. I live alone. And see when all these so-called friendships and so-called relationships that I had with people were taken away, I was by myself. And then it wasn't until cogs in my brain started ticking going, damn, I do love my own company. And then from loving my own company, damn, I really do love myself. I am really great at this and I am really great at that. And I don't need people around me. I don't need big groups of people all around me. And from there stems self-security and self-love. And it came out of nowhere and I turned 30 during the pandemic (laughs) I had my 30th birthday in the pandemic and I've said and call it ESPN visions of the future psychic I've always said to myself that I knew that when I hit 30 that it was going to be my time it was I've just always felt it in my soul that I would slot into this life a lot easier and a lot better and I kid you not it was probably just before my 30th, I started to learn the lesson of being happy with who I am, being happy to be alone, be happy to be me.
1: Nice.
0: You weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cookie Your Way Through Life
8: with Chef Hollywood.